0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Shakti Waves Radio, broadcasting epic dives into greatness with your host, Shakti Sanya or Sonia, depending on what language you speak. I'm a lot of different things, and beyond a single title or belief, I'm the founder and CEO of Shakti Sanya and Shakti Brand. I'm here to support and celebrate conscious entrepreneurship and to bring your greatness into the world. That's what this podcast is all about. We're always deep, never shallow. Grab your board, the surf is ready, and let's dive in. Okay, everybody, I'm so excited about this podcast guest today. She is absolute cosmic magic. Oh, I met her in the most beautiful way. We'll talk about that back in October. It was literally... Just magic is how I can describe meeting her and what she is like and the work that she does for the world. This is my dear friend and fellow um, healer and light leader, Libby Wallace. She is a galactic business coach, which sounds exactly like what it sounds like. She's a galactic business coach and an energy healer and the co-founder of the Self Self Wealth Project. That's a hard one for me to say, but I love self wealth. Right. Um, and oh, she co-founded that with her husband and I'm so grateful that she's here to talk to you, especially during these times, these very uncertain but exciting times of change. So welcome Livy.
1: Oh, you're amazing. Thank you so much for such a beautiful introduction. And it's so, so, so beautiful to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Oh, I just love you. So Livy, why don't we start with talking about, um, A little bit about how you even became, you know, a galactic business coach and an energy healer, because that's totally not where you were even a few years ago. Um, And we both have backgrounds in like business and really understanding the business corporate side of things. So I'd love for you to take us on a bit of like your healing journey, your heroine's journey, as I like to call it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> i love that so much it's um yeah and it's super funny thank you that i'm just super excited to be here and um yeah just like having this conversation and for everyone listening as well thank you so much for tuning into this and just before we hopped on sonia and i were just saying like we need to be recording so many of our conversations because they're all like podcast worthy <laughs> like it's like the new new instagramable with photos it's like this is a podcast worthy conversation. And the reason that, um, you know, like I feel like we're here right now speaking about this, and I'm super grateful to be sharing my story is because like, you know, like Sanya, you and I, our stories are not necessarily the same, but so like parallel in terms of healing and activations and just how we've come to be in our businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like if you're tuning into this, you've probably been on a very similar journey. So the, I guess like, you know, I never, ever, ever set out to become a galactic business coach and energy healer, like ever. <laughs> in fact, I, I used to make fun of people like me, seriously. Like I used to <laughs> think that, you know, people who talked about anything to do with energy healing were just like completely lost the plot. And um, I actually, like I started my, I guess my higher education after high school when I completed my science degree in psychology. And I was always super fascinated with the mind. And I'd been brought up with, um, you know, like a father who had bipolar and ADHD and my mom was a pharmacist. So I was always sort of exposed to health. And more importantly, I was always like such a deep fascination of of what made people, people, like why, why do people, like some people live amazing lives and why do some people just seem like not very happy. And I had that sort of insight at, you know, 17 years old. And so when I went out and, you know, I was studying that and I left uni and, you know, spent the last 10 years traveling and really in the corporate well climbing the corporate ladder. And I was always like, I guess what you could call a high functioning alcoholic. Like mm-hmm. I loved to I built my whole reputation and identity, even in the corporate world. I was a travel agent uh, for most of my career and we loved to party. Like we worked hard and we played hard and I was really, really good at my job. So I saw a lot of success and got rewarded, you know, and would party. And so my whole whole life up until the age of, I started drinking when I was 13 and up until the age of just before I turned 26, I was just like, I, I don't think I went longer than 10 days without drinking. Like I just, I couldn't do it. I think I did one stint when I was like in my early 20s. So a couple of months, maybe like maybe 10 weeks, I think I lasted when I tried to give up the first time. Mm-hmm. And so from the outside, my life looked amazing. Like I was traveling the world, I was, you know, on my OE like you know the OE that never ended really (laughs) I'm in Bali at the moment and I've never been really and I haven't really settled um settled in New Zealand since or in my hometown since I left school at 17 Mm -hmm. um and so so for me my the, the the specific healing journey started when I made the call to give up drinking forever and it wasn't a call that I made lightly I'd been on a massive awakening the year before in 2015 and it was almost like awakening inception because I'd been on another awakening in like 2011 2012 and then ignored it like I tried to sit sit in the 3d matrix still. I tried to sit in my old toxic habits and partying and drinking and just you know climbing the corporate ladder and in 2006 to January 2016 I was you know absolutely wasted after a Friday you know Friday night wines with you know my my team at work and ended up having a massive argument with my now husband and threw myself out of a double story building like landed on concrete what what yeah I know crazy and so I have honestly it's a miracle I survived and so when I was in hospital um you know after after the ambulance and the police have been called and the the doctors said to me, I think one nurse said to me she's like what are you what are you gonna do like this is not normal behavior most people don't throw themselves off buildings when they're drunk and and it wasn't Mm -hmm. the first time i had done anything like that this was like years and years of just like you know, I was, i go out and have a fun night and everyone would think that I'd have a fun night, but I'd go home and argue with my partner at the time, you know, all my relationships would break up because of my drinking.
0: Mm. And
1: in that moment, and honestly, Sanya, and everyone listening, like this is the moment that the, <laughs> it's like my, my whole life turned upside down and I was lying in the hospital bed, sobering up. I was probably still like super intoxicated and I had this just that these words just flowed out of me. They they didn't come from me. If I had had said them, I I wouldn't have said them anyway. (laughs) It was like they they came out of me and said, I can never drink again. Mm -hmm. And for someone who has built their reputation and their career on partying and drinking and their identity as the fun-loving party girl, that was like my worst nightmare. Mm -hmm. And so from that moment, I had no choice. I would like wake up every single day, like in tears, like, who am I? Like, what's, you know, what do I enjoy doing? I don't even know what I like. And in one, literally one day at a time. One day at a time I would wake up and I would just take it an hour at a time sometimes knowing that I had to get through the day and knowing that there was a bigger, a bigger reason as to why I was doing this. And there was just a part of me, the same part of me, I reckon that that channeled that word, like you can never drink again. And it got me through. It was like, I I found strength and over the course of a couple of years and I, you know, I, I had no one to turn to because I didn't know anyone who didn't drink. I didn't know anyone in the spiritual realm. Like I was learning from someone online and I was going to um, like a spiritual church where our teachers are in their 70s and my you know, my partner, you know, my husband, and I were like the youngest people there by about 40 years. No, that's an exaggeration, but, you know, like I didn't really know anyone who didn't live the lifestyle that, you know, that I, or that did live the lifestyle that I was seeking.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so over, like fast forward a couple of years, And I found healing through nature, through journaling. And I really just began to realize that there is so much more to life than I ever, 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 ever understood that there was. Um, You know, like life after tequila, life after the bottle of wine. And this is where like my, I remember journaling. I think it must have been, I can't, can't, it was maybe a couple of years, maybe two years after I after 2016, so maybe about my 28th birthday, and I remember journaling. I'm ready to know my purpose now, mm. and from that moment, it was almost just like miracle after miracle after miracle of people coming into my life, opportunities coming in front of me. You know, by this stage, I was I was still working in corporate, and I was teaching, um, and I was managing. Some teachers as well and you know mentoring and like leading was always always in my job in my job description (laughs) Like, even as a travel agent when I was teaching and even when I was working in hospital back in you know back in London when I was living there Um, and so from from literally asking the universe in my journal okay like I'm ready now I'm ready for my purpose can you please show me my purpose and that yeah that's right It must have been 2017 That, yeah, I I started so many businesses (laughs) and I was like, okay, here's a business idea. Maybe I can, maybe if I can, if I can go sober, I can teach others how to do the same. Maybe I can create a wellness business or maybe I can, but you know, put my skills as a travel agent and put them into uh, teaching, you know, like taking people around the world on wellness retreats. And so I, like I've always sort of had an entrepreneurial mindset and and so I, I just I just sort of started. I was like, oh, surely there's more to life. And I always knew that I was going to be like running my own company someday. Like I always, there's just a part of me, probably like you as well. It's like you're just so different than the world around you, right? It's like I, I can't I can't work for someone else forever. I don't like rules. <laughs> like, you can't work for someone else if you don't like rules. And um, and and so from that moment, it was really, really, really super organic. I began helping people. Uh, what I call now, like love themselves sober through a blog. I started a blog and I just started writing about my experiences and I began having people all over the world who I'd never met before really just like reaching out and asking like, how did you do that? How did you do that? How did you do that? And, and so I, (laughs) I just told them and I created a program that I guided a couple of people through. Again, like the synchronicities and miracles that happened and people coming into my life was just, you know, like it it just exposed me to the ability and the capacity that I had within me to trust that I didn't have to have everything figured out and then I would just create something and the universe would send me the right people that needed it at that time. And so from there, I began to realize that as I was teaching people how to love themselves sober. I found myself in a situation in my, in my corporate role that I was in where I was having to tell off students who had been drinking on a um, on a mill. They'd been, you know, rewarded a trip and they'd been caught with alcohol. Mm. And I found myself having to punish them. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to punish them. I want to help them because I was them. They are me. Mm-hmm. And that really triggered something within me. And so from that moment, like a couple of months later, my soul was just like, like I was crying on the way to and from work. It was like my soul just going, you can't do this any, anymore. You need to honor what you're here on this planet to do now. And so a series of events occurred and I, I, I left my job from, I literally burnt out and it was like, my soul was like, no, nope, you're not doing this. Like, I, I physically burnt out mm. and, um, and so I, and so I left and it was one of the greatest things that ever happened from that moment from leaving and from honoring my soul. I started like randomly getting clients coming in and you know, my business began to grow. And what I realized is I wasn't teaching people how to get sober. I was teaching them how to love themselves so much that they didn't need anything external to them. Mm. And when you love yourself so much, and this is how like the self-wealth project was founded as well, is like when you love yourself so much and you become so tapped in to your highest mental capacity, your fullest, you know, physical state and really in tune with your soul in all areas, money flows, like money begins to just flow. When you like, when you have this, this knowing and this, You know, I could talk about this for days, (laughs) literally. But it was like when I realized that I wasn't teaching people how to Get sober. it was so much deeper than that and you know I created I think I created my first business when I was like 14 and I would learned sales when I was like three years old when my dad he was a salesman and an entrepreneur as well and he would always take me like door to door selling chocolates and teach me the basics of sales and and so I started to like you know use all my all my knowledge and awareness of leadership and management and mentorship and business and um, just in spirituality and life and and realized that, oh my gosh, there is so much more here than, than what I ever could imagine. And so I started teaching people how to make more money and how to turn their soul purpose into a business and how to monetize their mission and um, how to really tap into their next, let their multi-dimensional self and bring that through into the planet and serve the world in the way that they came here to serve the world and make money doing it. <laughs> it's like really joyful and fun um yeah it's like it's, it's such a long story and i i, I that's um yeah <laughs> i hope there's stuff in there that, that, that's helpful to show you just like the journey if i didn't just wake up one day and be like okay i'm gonna be a galactic business coach now woohoo and like it was very very organic
0: oh my yeah. goodness libby I got emotional. I had full goosebumps at one point when you told me about the hospital moment when like, I feel like it was your higher self spoke through you, Mm -hmm. right? Like your guide, whatever it was, but it was just like pure truth needed to be pierced through and to speak Mm -hmm. to you. And I'm so grateful that moment happened. And then I got really emotional. while You were telling that story Um, One, because, you know, your story is my story. I was a really high-functioning alcoholic, and I've never actually shared about that um, at all. And last night, I was looking at old pictures of myself partying and thought, I need to share about this this week. So Mm -hmm. thank you for being almost an initiator of me sharing that with my Mm -hmm. audience and on this platform. And what struck me the most, and I could cry right now, is just listening to this. There will be people that choose to get sober and not choose to get sober so that they're no longer drinking but really what they're choosing is to choose to love themselves and to choose to be themselves as whole and complete and full and juicy and yummy just as they are from their multi-dimensional self as you said i call it like their cosmic self like ooh, like just when people start choose to love themselves it changes our whole planet And I'm so grateful that this conversation is happening right now and that people will will see that opportunity and that light um, at the end of the tunnel. Because I know lots of people right now in self-isolation, I don't know why liquor stores are still open, but, you know, it might be so that they can come to that realization that, uh, you know, there's another way. There's another way to live and exist in this body on this planet. So thank you. Full body
1: goosebumps
0: right now wow, this is yeah, it's
1: it's super fascinating as well because like and probably for you and I thank you so much for sharing that part of your story here right now as well, like I feel super honoured to be to be part of this new new level of sharing and activation and yeah it's, it's, the planet's ready, the world's ready um, wow. to be receiving this so thank you and it's wow. um, yeah, it, it's, it's interesting because what, what I've noticed is when we're looking at other people's journeys, we forget the backstory. Like we look at them at where they are right now. And, you know, like you and I have both been through this. Like it's like we see people where they are right now. We meet each other and we're like, oh my gosh, I had no idea about your past or I had no idea about what it took you to get to where you are now and it's just this beautiful reminder to to love everyone for where they're at mm-hmm. and release all the judgment that our minds can can so easily flick to you know like whatever stories we create in our minds about when we hear people's stories or when we see people where they're at it's like no 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 like <laughs> Come, come to this situation and see this person with so much love and you'll be ready to receive so much magic, you know, like there's so much more in this than, than, um, yeah, than than we ever often allow ourselves. So yeah, this is a really important conversation.
0: Absolutely. I am so deeply passionate about, um, you know, revealing the humanity within people that seem like superhuman right? Within our heroes, our leaders, et cetera. And um, especially now at this time with so much spirituality and awakening happening, right? It's trending, it's happening. And especially during COVID, so many people are going in, they're starting to meditate for the first time. They're taking the opportunity to do deep healing during isolation. It's forcing deep healing, even if they haven't consciously chosen it. Um, So I really do think like, that's the reason why I even started this podcast to begin with, was to show the, you know, the the fact that extraordinary people are also ordinary people, you know, ordinary is in that word extraordinary. And I kind of wanted to debunk the fact that, that, you know, people that you look up to or that you think are at a level of success, haven't been where you are. Of course we have. Um, of course, like I, I was just supporting a friend who was in a funk and just really feeling like, am I even going to make it? Like am I do I even have a gift to give? And I just said, oh my goodness, I was there just a few months ago, you know, dark nights of the soul where you question your whole existence and why you're here. That was a major reason why I was even drinking, Um, you know, so that we can feel numbed out so that we can feel good because we don't feel good about who we're allowing ourselves to be or who we're allowed to be based on our conditioning or our families, et cetera. So, oh, I think it's really... I think it's really beautiful for you to share and show that because it just allows other people to be perfectly human, right? It shows that not everyone's perfect, but they're perfectly human. So I'm passionate about it. I really am. Um, I'm going to ask you more questions about the times and your interpretation of it. Cause we're doing some really cool work together. <laughs> um, wow. <for> the time. <laughs> uh, well, one thing I wanted to say first is I actually wanted to speak to the timelines because you know, me, I'm I'm an astrologer. I love math and timelines are just massive for me. So when you talked about how first awakening happening like 2011, 2012, and then four years later is when you actually chose to get sober. Um, And now it's four years later again, that we're in 2020. Those are all leap years. So what I noticed, yeah, those are literally leap years. Like we had transformative leaps forward, like massive like quantum leaps happen in those years. Right. Um, and I actually realized in 2016 was when I, when I was in, when I started all of my deep healing work as well. I started somatic therapy on my war trauma. I started coaching to get like, also to heal a lot of my stories, my patterns, my beliefs, so I could heal it. Like, so I could support other people in doing the same, um, I decided to quit my job that was like, and I worked there for four years. So it was all of these cycles like really are here for us. And this, we just had a leap year and the leap year day actually was a really significant day for me that day this year on February 29th, I chose to let go of even more stuff that was like, I want to call it like old timeline or just like wasn't in alignment anymore with who I needed to be right now and who I needed to become for the world um, as a leader and as a woman. So I just really want to speak to the fact that it's all like, if you look back at all the leap years of your life, those were all significant years. Um, and I think the first one started in like 1992 for us in terms of our lifeline, our lifetime. So a really cool study for anyone listening to this, to look back at the leap years of your life and what shifts you went through there. Maybe that sparked something for you, Libby, if you want to speak to it.
1: Wow. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure I did some pretty cool stuff when I was two. I was two in 92. <laughs> it was a big transfer yeah, for me. No, no, no. Jokes aside. But like, it's, it's super interesting that when you, I think one of the biggest things and like, I'm, oh, I'm loving this. I'm like full, full body goosebumps, like <laughs> just activating so much right now. So um, thank you so much for speaking into this. And for everyone who's listening as well, it's like, nothing ever happens by random. And what you've just spoken into has like prompted the biggest thing of whenever we're going through any sort of change, any sort of upgrade or any sort of, you know, transformation, I think the biggest thing is we always feel alone. Like we always feel like I'm the only one going through this right now, or no one understands or, you know, all of these lower vibrational thought patterns. Mm -hmm. And you know, like it's, a, it's a human thing. But then when we look at it collectively and we remember like, oh my gosh, like so many people are going through this. So many people have been through this. There is so much comfort in knowing that like we're, we're not going through this alone, even though transformation and change can be one of the loneliest times. Mm-hmm. And I know like for me, especially when I was going through, like, you know, I didn't know anyone who was not, not a party or a drinker, like no one. And I was like, you know, crying on the floor as part, you know, when I was healing, I was like packing to go to a friend's place. And, you know, even though they were like my best friends and they totally accepted the new me and my new decision to, to never drink again, all we ever used to do was drink together. And I just couldn't handle the fact of like going there. I was packing, packing my bag, And I just broke down in tears on the floor. And I I just remember this feeling of like, I'm I'm, I'm so lonely right now, like so lonely, like no one gets it. And I heard this little voice in my head of like, what do you mean you're all alone? Hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people have been through a healing journey of their own. Mm -hmm. Like how dare you think that you're alone almost. And I found so much comfort in that moment of like, oh yeah, maybe I don't know anyone who's going through this specific thing right at this very moment, but there have been so many before me. There are going to be so many after me. And every time I go through like some sort of transformation or upgrade or shedding, you know, now, I really see it from this, like it's almost like I've gone through that that attachment to, to the fear and I'm now able to see it from a perspective of, okay, I'm experiencing these emotions, I'm experiencing loneliness, okay, I'm experiencing challenges coming up as I'm letting go of things that aren't serving me right now, but the emotional attachment to my life is over or I'm lonely has is, is, is dissipated completely, like it's, it's not there anymore, it's, which I don't know if you, like, do, do you know what I mean? Like, have you experienced, it's like, you know that <laughs> everyone is going through something similar or so many people are going through something similar.
0: Oh, yeah. I think this is so perfect for us to be talking about this in like the midst of the loneliness crisis, really, when people are forced to be alone. And even before when we were all, I think this is really showing us how alone we felt, or a lot of, I don't want to speak for everybody, and it's not how I feel right now, but a lot of people even felt alone before when we were able to go to Um, restaurants and go do spin classes together and be all on the beach and gathering. They still felt alone. And I think that's because we weren't, uh, as a collective, we weren't going inward enough. We weren't coming into union with ourselves. Right. And with, and what I mean by that is with our whole selves, with like the all parts of us, the, the one that wants to be fiery and feisty, the one that wants to be funny, the one that wants to be cool and soft, the one that wants to be nurturing, you know, and I think of it as our, as our astrology chart, because, the astrology chart is a perfect circle. There's 12 signs, so they're each take up 30 degrees, and collectively they literally show every way that a human can act and be, right? And we all have all of those traits within us to certain to some degree. Um, we each have a 30, 30 degree slice of that pie in our astro chart. And we're whole and complete. It's all involved, it's all included and so i think that when people get to sit with themselves they get to see that oh wow like i'm allowed to be both creative and analytical um just because my dad told me um i shouldn't be drawing all the time when i was a kid doesn't mean that has to be true for me right chill swan talks about this a lot about how we can fragment ourselves and disown ourselves and put parts of ourselves away because somebody usually our parents or our families didn't accept it or we thought we wouldn't be loved as children if we showed that side of ourselves and what I think the opportunity of loneliness is, or to be alone in yourself is to allow all those aspects of yourself out like you did as a child. And then once you have that out, you know, the need to numb, the need to ignore life and the need, you don't really have pain anymore because you're not trying to hide any aspect of yourself. You don't hate any aspect of yourself. So it's really profound um, to be in this time space. So I would love, I would love your perspective on i did want to say one more thing because absolutely i used to feel so alone um especially when i was younger and whenever i was drinking that's always when i would drink whenever i felt alone in my experience and my pain and my trauma i would just go to a bottle and i started doing that when i was 15 like that was i started drinking too when i was 13 but i really got into like problematic area around 15 years old um and what i notice now is thank God for the internet. Like the internet and all of this connectedness is here to show us that we're not alone. Because literally I think of people who maybe they think they have an STI or something or something that's associated with shame, right? That they did something wrong or they did something bad or now they're ashamed of themselves. They can literally Google it. They can Google how other people dealt with it, how they healed it, what they did with it, their support groups online. You don't even need to know somebody. You just need to know how to type into Google or voice command into Google, right? Um, Or whatever search engine you're using. But it's really amazing how how the internet allows us to not feel alone Um, and what a gift it is so that we can see ourselves in other people's stories, right? And I think that's one of the things that I try to teach all of my clients and people in my life is always, whenever you're going through something, reach out, like just search about it because other people have gone through it and they've probably put up resources, videos, podcasts, et cetera, to support you through it. Um, mm-hmm. So I really believe in that. I believe, I believe in the power of the connected internet to like make people feel less. <laughs> it really it's,
1: it's amazing. And I, you know, like thanks for speaking into that because it's, um, you know, for, when I started my journey like four years ago, I was like, what's a YouTube channel? Like, what? <laughs> like, I had no idea about the internet, and well, obviously the internet, but the, the extent of information on it, I guess, and the way that people connect, I just thought it was a great Google search engine, and you know, like, and great to stay in touch with friends. Like, I had no idea that there was this beautiful technology available to us to connect with people all around the world. And honestly, it probably saved my life. Like I was able to read blogs of people who had given up drinking. I was able to listen to like, you know, a few podcasts here and there of, you know, back then there wasn't really so much out there. When I search now, there is so much information and podcasts and people. And I really feel like there was a you know a mass awakening a couple of years ago and people have, started to share their journeys more because as a collective we're releasing shame like you know we're releasing all those all those third dimensional vibrations of you know our past is something to keep to ourselves or like what you were saying you know we'll, um and like what T. you were saying that tells shares about is it. like you know all the parts of ourselves that we've tried to keep hidden because it wasn't societally accepted Mm-hmm. we're now realizing that that is not beneficial to us whatsoever and the more that we share about our shame the more that we share about our past the more that we share about ourselves regardless of what we've experienced there is so much peace and connection in in that level of vulnerability like it's 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 it really is profound and whether it's with a stranger or you know or or with someone really close to you, it's just like being seen in that way because you've had the courage to see yourself through mm-hmm. the loneliness, through the darkness, through the realization that no one's going to come in and, and give you the attention and the, the everything that you're wanting on a, you know, your inner child is just craving to be loved. When you realize that, that you get to give that to yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. This is this is where the gold is. This is where the magic really begins to happen. um, Mm. Oh
0: yeah,
1: there there is so much in here.
0: So much in here. Absolutely. I just got the the download that I need to call this episode like the galactic power of loneliness. (laughs) Yes, yes. Like and so let's get into that. Like let's talk about what happens when you love yourself, what happens when you accept yourself. um, Mm. you start to connect to other ways of experiencing reality, other forms of perception. So I love, I love your interpretation. Like, how are you perceiving right now? And what are you noticing about the clients you work with and about the collective and what's available at this, at this stage of, uh, you know, after healing is done, what's, what's next?
1: Yeah. So, so, well, I've got to be really mindful when I say this, because To be honest like i'm i'm really excited by what's happening in the planet right now now i'm not excited by the pain that people are experiencing i i remember very much when i was going through you know my own journey and i guess the biggest thing is knowing that those who want to are able to heal and when people heal like i celebrate so much when 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 people go
0: I, you know I'm in
1: the dark night of the soul it's like great this is where you get to recreate your entire life your entire identity and you get to now live the life that on a soul level you've always wanted mm-hmm. and yeah, it's challenging to heal it's this is why most people don't do it this is why most people avoid feeling the dark feelings it's very you know they avoid an escape and use drugs and alcohol and all sorts of things and Netflix and
0: relationships
1: and people and spending time by yourself is one of the most challenging things you can do until you love yourself. Mm. So when, when you learn, when you learn to love yourself and if we look at this from a planetary level, what then what's happening right now is the world is transitioning from, you know, from this third dimension And what does, what like would everyone here listening know what the the 3d and 5d Um, give, give it,
0: give us an explanation that like, Not everyone would know. They don't know about all the dimensions. Like they might know that there's multiple dimensions, you know, 2d is a drawing and 3d is like, um, like physical, it has like space. Um, but yeah, I'd love your, I'd love your explanation of it, even just for myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. so at the moment and okay i'm gonna go big and then we'll go small and then we'll go big again <laughs> It's the best way to explain it i'll give the whole picture so what's happening on a collective level right now is that right we know that there's a mass awakening happen we know that everyone's going through this deep deep healing journey through the power of loneliness and the darkness and really facing facing all the shame and learning the goal the goal is love okay we'll start with that the goal is love Mm -hmm. All right, looking at it from the masculine perspective, what's the aim, what's the goal? It's love, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I'm very (laughs) goal-driven. I call it intention-driven now, so we don't miss the point. However, what's happening right now is the, the, the foundations that have been ruling our world are very much based in the third dimension. What does this mean? It means if we go back hundreds of thousands of years to when the planet was last heaven on earth, if we like it was loving people were so friendly love was the norm was the norm you know we would literally love our neighbors love thy neighbor right we would literally like go about life so blissful so peaceful so wonderful when we were at that time collectively We just this is you might have heard it called like the time of Mu, time you might have heard Lemuria, Atlantis, like around about this time before ancient Egypt. Mm -hmm. This is when the planet was last at this frequency of love, which is what we're working towards getting back there again now. Mm -hmm. When we were at that time, now because we know that we are simply the universe experiencing all variations of itself. The, the collective, at the time of Lemuria, when we were last in the fifth dimension, or Christ consciousness, whatever we want to call it, okay, it's the words aren't important. So I always say, like, excuse my human words, because often the words that we use don't articulate the specific energy that's wanting to come through. So our language is very limited um, when it comes to explaining a lot of these things. However... I'll do my best, but do please forgive me if I'm using words that don't resonate with you. Just simply change the words that do into ones that do resonate with you. Mm -hmm. So when when we decided as a collective to experience more of ourselves, this is when the ego, the human ego as we know it today was introduced.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: we noticed a physical shift. We became denser. We look at humans and humans actually physically became smaller. Now remember, this isn't an overnight thing, this is literally hundreds of thousands of years, okay? Now, the last people to hold any sort of information like, uh, like what we're recreating was, was the Mayans, the ancient Mayans. They were the last people on the planet as we know it today Mm-hmm. That hold the keys to how to access the galactic information, star ancestry, uh, wisdom, you know, wisdom and really creating heaven on earth, working with the planet and with the stars and being the the, the middleman, if you like. Um, and so as we ex- experience this downfall of humanity... We noticed things, oh, it was just, it was horrific. If you read history books, a lot of them, especially Europe, were, were burnt. There was no information of you know, several thousands of years because it was all, you know, that, that's a whole thing that I'm not even gonna get into. But when, when we look at the history of the planet over the last several thousand years, collectively, it was very dense, like we think we're in a time of, you know, darkness, now, now is like, we're, we're nearly at heaven, we're literally, when we think of heaven on earth, we're nearly there, obviously like not as high frequency, but as high, as, as heavenly as we could possibly be in this human experience, let's put it that way, yeah, and so when we look at the shift, like the shift actually started, like when Jesus and Buddha and all the other ascended masters came to came to the planet, that was the, that was the seed of awakening in humanity really when we, when we look at the big picture here. And so they were very early for their time, right? The the world was not ready for the messages of love. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the things happened to them that happened to them. It's so beautiful actually that today is Easter Friday. Wow. Okay. This is amazing. Well, no, it's not Easter Friday for you, but it is here it, in Bath it,
0: feel, it feels like it, though. I can feel it, right? Because it's yeah. Easter Friday, somewhere in the world, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, what? So, what happened is is the,
1: as the world began to ascend and began to remember what it is to love thy neighbor. This is when we saw the introduction of religions, right? And then. Religions got a hold of things, and then you know there was more war and there was more dogma, and you know it was very much removed from the original truth of love. What we are seeing now, fast forward a few thousand years, okay? What we are seeing now is the—it's almost like the final wake up, the final wake up before we finally get back to what we have been creating for thousands of years in in, in the planet. Okay. Are you still with me? Is this kind of making
0: sense? Or oh, is so good. This is, I was just about to say, I'm like, come for a ride with me and Libby as she gives us a spiritual history lesson. <laughs> 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 amount, yeah. I just want to say, this is what I love about teachers and being a teacher is the amount of information that you just so succinctly, like you have read and meditated and heard and learned for years in order to understand the, um, like in order to just be able to speak this into like a five minute space. So I just love it's about teachers and the ability to synthesize. So like I am fully with you and loving it and I'm here for it. Keep going. Yay. And that's what
1: I want to say as about like, where did I get this information from? This has been, you know, when I think back to, you know, I was brought up Christian. I was, um, you know, so I've got that sort of awareness, and, and I always remember, like, love has always been my natural state, like, as a child, I was super, super, like, I, I loved life as a child before social conditioning got a hold, and, like, you know, and addiction, and that sort of thing, anyway, that's a whole other story, so I just, yeah, that's really important to speak into, like, this, the, the depth of what I'm speaking into now has been, like, more than probably when I started becoming really fascinated with this sort of stuff, like more than 13 years worth of research, just like on my own through meditation, through books, through studying, through all sorts of things. Mm -hmm. Um, And so as, as we have, I forgot where where I was now, there's so much information. Oh,
0: I feel like it was, you know, that we're at this 2000 years of culmination point. Yes, um, yes, that yes. we've been building towards through and through religion, through that experience, etc. But um, yes. you know, it's shifting. It's not no longer like wars are needing to happen over beliefs, is is kind of what I feel is being disintegrated or where you were going. But go ahead.
1: Yes, 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 beautiful. So when we think of the third dimension, okay, this is what we have been experiencing as humanity. There is the ego, which is the ruling force. We've seen the patriarch of um you know just like we've come out of alignment with with our natural state of being now we experience you know we've got to choose between fear or love you know we can't have and it's one or the other this is the third dimension so we're either tapped into fear or love and if we look at what's happening in the planet collectively right now this is where this is where we are most people are choosing fear or love now most people are going to be forced into ha- like having to choose fear or love mm-hmm. and when we choose when we choose love what does that mean it means healing it means learning to love yourself even you know even the shameful parts even the parts that you feel are, are unlovable okay especially those parts because that's where the heat the magic is and that's where when you begin to love things that have previously held a vibration less than love mm-hmm. that's where we begin to shift ourselves as as full holistic beings you know we've got our mental body our emotional body our physical body and our energetic body and when we begin to shift every single facet of ourselves into alignment with love this is how we anchor in the fifth dimension Mm -hmm. now there is a template there's two templates around the earth at the moment the third dimension and the fifth dimension Mm -hmm. as we are rising into this remembering Of who we are as sovereign beings, what does this mean? I used to be like, What is that? The queen? Like, are we all going to be queens and kings? What does that mean? Like, what does that even mean? So, what is sovereign? Like, what does that even mean? It means being able to listen directly from your infinite Google of information that you've got in your heart, connecting you straight to source straight to your entire multi-dimensional self, your soul blueprint that contains all the information of all the lifetimes you've experienced, all the different places you've lived, and your higher purpose and planetary mission for the planet right now. And when you remember that there is nothing outside of your energetic field to listen to, apart from source, your connection with source, and the planet, Okay, we are physical beings. We, it's important that we listen to the planet as well. We are, remember, we're the middle man, if we like, middle woman, if we want to use that word, right, of, of, this, of this state of being. And so as we right now are choosing to live in love, to choose love, what does that mean? it means trusting it means having hope honestly hope is going to be our best friend for those who are really really in that in that state of loneliness or fear right now or, or worry or doubt or anxiety or or anything and they just can't seem to shift it mm. hope and trust are going to be your best friends mm. and if all you do for the next couple of months is hope and trust that is just as good as anything else right now because We know, and this is why I know that everything is like, this is why I'm really excited, okay? This is why I'm excited. We know that we are so infinitely loved. We are so infinitely supported and guided and that there is a beautiful divine plan happening and unfolding right now. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like if you think of yourself on an airplane and you are experiencing a lot of turbulence, The only thing that you can do is either sit in fear and freak out or you can sit back, relax and trust the pilot. Right now, that's what's happening. We are just having to trust the pilot. Mm. We're having to know that we're going to arrive at our destination so beautifully and it's going to be so wonderful when we get there. And the more that we can surrender, know the divine plan, know that there is a beautiful map, an astrogalactic map of, of where we're going. And all we need to do to speed up the process is to choose love. Mm -hmm. Honestly and whatever that means for each individual is going to be very different And this is where the really exciting part is is when we choose love and when we choose trust and when we choose to sit in the Frequency of abundance and knowing that everything is unfolding perfectly divinely The quicker all of humanity is going to wake up because we're all connected through this You know these webs that are either connecting us through the third dimension or that the web of love which is connected every single one of our hearts is interconnected. We all are connected to 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 one another through this mm-hmm. And When each single person wakes up wakes up wakes up What happens and this is what I say I do a lot of shamanic journeying and practices as well Whenever I'm looking at this from a shamanic or or a galactic perspective, whatever, you know one depending
0: mm-hmm.
1: What, it, what is happening is when we choose love in a very in a moment, if we've got a decision, and we go, okay, what's the fear-based thing? You know, worry, doubt, concern, anxiety, depression, or what's the love-based thing? Trust, love, hope, knowing, abundance, um, um, you know, all, all these other things, right? When we choose love, what happens in that moment is we strengthen our cord, if you like, of love that connects us to every other person, and those who are teetering on the edge. I think that's the word, teetering, teetering. Yeah, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, sometimes I just make up words, and it's really fun. Anyway, um, so the, the 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 web that connects us all. When one of us chooses love, and if someone's teetering on the edge of fear and love, if for example, right now, if I'm te- if I'm like really struggling to choose fear or love, and you're sitting over there in Canada, and I'm over here in Bali, and you're choosing love. You choosing love is actually helping to strengthen my connection to love. Mm-hmm. So because you're choosing love, and I, I you know, you're know, you all the way over there and we not, might not even be connected right now, I'm able to connect to that love because I'm right on the edge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And through this, we collectively, literally, collectively heal and awaken the planet. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I feel there's so much more in here that I would like, that I really would love to share, but I would like how are we doing for time and what other questions are coming up? And, and there's there so much in here.
0: Well, Olivia, I think really in a matter of 10 minutes, you did really explain it all. You gave us this cosmic history lesson of Earth and our spiritual past, like before ancient Egypt. You know, ancient Egypt, Egyptians were always known for being super connected to the stars, for having for being a very advanced society and especially spiritually. And then to think about what came before then that would have been even more connected. Right. It's almost like we got more dense and dense and dense. And this is all predicted in, um, you know, yoga, yoga scripts and, and te- ancient texts, right? Like these are the yugas we're ending the Kali Yuga right now. And this whole Kali Yuga was over 2000 years old and it was a time of darkness and contractions. We could become more dense. And we also chose this like as kind of human beings, it sounds strange to say that, and maybe a bit esoteric, but it's almost like the universe wants to expand, right? That's what the universe is doing on a big cosmic macro level and on a micro level. And what do you do when you want to expand? Do you want to have different experiences? So sometimes you want to be a rock, and sometimes you want to be a, a, like a big great wind, right? And that is expansion is learning through different experiences. So we went through this experience of contraction and density and war and dark times and women being oppressed and Aboriginals being oppressed and everyone that was really honestly, consciously powerful and connected to the earth and spirituality being oppressed. And now we're having this great opening where we get to choose love again, and we get to even live in a way that's beyond what we can understand. And it's very exciting. It's very exciting for us. Um, for, for us right now as humans, I honestly, I get what you mean by excitement because I feel so much compassion for everyone that's going through the pain of it right now and myself included. You know, there's been a lot of, there's been some ups and downs through this journey. Um, you know, I'm still on the planet and you're still on the planet, but there is also this beautiful opportunity now for us to live in a way where we get to love ourselves and love each other and like really have heaven on earth and it's for some it's beyond comprehension and, and to me it feels so close um it's really exciting I I literally just keep on wanting to say that I want to thank everyone that's on the planet right now for choosing to be here right now because yes <laughs> thank you for being here right now so good to walk the planet with
1: you right
0: now <laughs> and And, and there's also lots of people who are currently passing and they're passing over and i feel like they're the new ancestors like they are who we're getting a lot of new ancestors right now and there's such grace and honor and respect in that in their lives um and it's all it's all it's you know one of my one of my favorite youtubers and one of my um coaches as well Her name is Kristen Alexandra, and she talks about this time being called like the great shift, which is literally what it is, right? It's the great shift. Um, So I'm excited about it. I'm so grateful you just explained all of that. And really what I'm curious about for you is like, what do you see as your role in the great shift? Like what, what is it that you're creating? I'm super excited to be working with you um, right now through this great shift. And tell us about that. Tell us about your role in this shift. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's
1: it's funny i'm gonna pre- i'm super excited to be oh my gosh the, the magic that we're creating and you know activating lemuria and all of this beautiful work that, that so many of us are called to do mm-hmm. I come, i'm gonna preface this with with how i've come to realize this and how you can as well like everyone listening you're probably like well what's my what how do i tap into my mission you can literally just if you're if you're familiar with working with your guides and working with your soul star you can just go there and just Simply ask them, "What's my mission? What's my purpose?" Now, one of my greater purposes, like I always, I always like to think of our purpose and our planetary mission, is an umbrella, is like an umbrella purpose, and then there's specific mini missions underneath that.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so my greater purpose is to bring happiness into the planet, and I know that sounds really surface level, but it's so much deeper than just like, yay, happy life." It's like, no, you go through the shadow, the healing, and actually create this. 5D frequency of total happiness, abundance, love, wealth, pleasure, joy, playfulness. And that's my that's my umbrella um soul purpose, which many of you if you're here listening, I know Sonia, yours is super similar as well, like to bring joy into the planet. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: and so through that, throughout this, right now, specifically. I'm 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 teaching or showing, and I've, it's it was given to me when it was handed to me by my guides. They said, "You're a new age wayshower of truth," mm-hmm. and that was the word. That was the specific words. Now I'm get, they I got shown that uh, just less than two years ago. And where I was at then, I was like, no, 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 you, you've got the wrong person. That's not me. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> Sorry, I must have picked up the wrong mission. That's not mine. And and then now, when I'm <laughs> picking it up and connecting. And and when I'm when I'm operating in this, you know, in. Like, So Lemuria right now is in the sixth dimension. What we're creating on Earth is the fifth dimension. The planet over hundreds of thousands of years is going to continue to evolve as well. But right now we're bringing through the codes from the sixth dimension to anchor in the fifth dimension, which is going to be the physical planet. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I'm connecting with this space, it's very, very apparent that there are a lot of people who have been on their healing journeys, who are ready to rise and step up as the leaders of the new Earth. -hmm. And so one of the things that I've been working with most of my private clients, my group clients, like everyone that I'm working with is at a position now, again, and this is like soup this is how we literally quantum leap and like create shifts so quickly, they're at a position now where they are literally the leaders in their community. Mm -hmm. They are becoming the go to person in their industry and in their field and you know, I've got a range of different um, industries that my clients work in. But the, the thing that is very apparent is everyone has been on this journey for a long time. They're now ready to rise. And not only that, but everything that they've been, this is the really cool bit, everything that they've been saying and like shifting, And two, for the last few years, people have looked at them like they're a little bit crazy. (laughs) You know, like, I know you know what I'm talking about. It's like, people think they're a little bit crazy. And, you know, I'm definitely going through this as well. And so one of the biggest things that that I'm working with people through is to ground that energetic and multidimensional knowing of their mission and purpose and bring it into the physical. Because it's one thing, knowing their mission and knowing your mission. Mm -hmm. It's a whole other level Of what I call physicalizing it. Okay, again, that's another word that I've made up because there wasn't enough words to (laughs) explain what it is. But it's like, yeah, it's physicalizing their mission. And so it's like I don't tell people the truth. This is really important. If you also are here and you know that you're here, help people awaken to the truth of who they are. It's it's I'm a mirror. I hold space to help people see their truth. And give them another perspective through the mirror that I create through my example of being, the way I choose to live my life, the way I choose to show up. We're simply just igniting through our mirror reflections other people's truth. Like that's really what it is. Because we go back to the knowing that we're all sovereign beings and the only person that we should be listening to is our heart, our soul, our guidance from source. Mm -hmm. And when we can do that, that's when we truly walk the planet in love in harmony and in peace. So that's, um, that's my current mission that I am, that I am supporting the planet and leaders through.
0: Uh Oh, hallelujah. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Oh, that's so beautiful, Libby. Like It's just so divine. I'm just so grateful for you to be here and the mirror that you are because as you speak, I just hear myself in that. I'm like, yep, I was born to be here to help people understand, see, love themselves and grow and fully live their life purpose. The way that I do that is through astrology, through my podcast, through my astral oracles that I do um, with the moon cycles and through my branding work. And the way that you do it is through your sacred business coaching and through your podcast and through your beautiful like transmissions and meditations and your like energy work that you do with people. And it's just so beautiful. You can have the same mission, but it comes through in different ways because everyone needs it in different ways. Um, and I just i am so grateful. Um, so why don't you share with us? about this will be posted in the next week, um, for you to know, so you can, um, promote what you currently have available in terms of your offerings. And I'm super excited about it because I'm doing it. Yay. (laughs)
1: It's
0: so good. It's so good. I'm super excited for this
1: one. And again, like this, um, so, it's activating Lemuria is the what we're a mission that we're starting on the twentieth of April. So, hopefully, this is posted before then.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and the group that we are that we are guiding through this, and that we are anchoring the five D codes into the planet, and activating the ancient but also modern memories of Lemuria within ourselves, within our own energy field, within our planetary mission, really activating new levels of planetary mission and activating full 5d consciousness within yourself and within the planet and that means that all the juicy stuff of you know the 5d abundance the 5d love the 5d pleasure like it's it it really is on so i'm really excited for that um and then the other thing as well that i support people through is light leaders in their business so there's a mastermind that i run for light leaders waking up and I don't really like to use numbers, but it is really for people who already have a business set up and they're really committed to creating as much, um, you know, creating money and scaling into the multiple six figures and beyond Mm -hmm. Um, to be able to serve and have more resources available to Mm -hmm. themselves their mission and the planet like this you know when we're operating in a place of abundance and this is what I, I believe and this is kind of the essence of everything that I'm bringing through at the moment whether it's activating Lemuria through the mastermind or any of the other work that I do is when we're operating in the 5D consciousness and from a place of abundance there is no greed because greed is a third dimension of frequency and you can't be abundant and greedy <laughs> like it's just <laughs> like it just doesn't you can't do that <laughs> you can't be abundant and greedy It's not abundance if if it's greedy um and so i really think that's important to remember because i know everyone here listening is you know there's like this deep desire of wanting to create money and create abundance but then there's also the guilt of like or the the, the guilt that comes up and i've definitely been through this in my own healing journey as well like is it safe to make money is it safe to live in abundance what but all these other people aren't living in abundance in abundance who am i to be living in abundance and when we create literally like our deepest desires like we've just talked about for the last like hour, <laughs> like when you learn to operate from a place of love and abundance in everything that you do, whether it's in your business, your relationships, your um, yourself, your your days, this is how we heal the world literally, like this is how we heal the world. Um, so yeah,
0: mm, yes, <laughs> so yeah. Good. it's really the abundance of like being you, and I always say, um, You know, because people have so many ideas, beliefs, money, money is one of the like the heaviest topics for people other than like sex and religion. Right. Um, I would even say money is more so because it helps them survive on this planet and be able to thrive on this planet. Right. And for me, um, I always I always like to say it's like the more abundant that you are, the more you can serve right? The more you can learn, like, right. If I want to serve more people, I need to like even putting out my content. What I'm noticing is I'm creating so much content right now. I need to be able to hire someone like as soon as next month to be able yeah, to help is. me get that out. I write, I need help getting all of it out so that I can serve more people. But cause, cause there's literally not enough time and energy for me in the current day to do it. Right. Yeah. Um, and often you can't be like, often what I always teach my clients is like your, you being in your genius zone and your zone of excellence of like creating, for example, right? So for me, it's talking, channeling, speaking, coaching, um, moving energy through my words. Um, I can't be doing that and then also like write, making email newsletters all the time, right? Like it's, it's it, that's yeah. not in my genius zone. So I'm so excited to hire someone next month to start doing that so that I can serve more. But obviously yeah. in order to do that, I need to make more money, right? So it all just feeds itself and then more people have jobs, right? And it's, you know, it, it creates a new economy, which is really what I'm excited about being created right now. Um, even though yeah. I know a lot of people are afraid of what's happening to the current economy, but you know, humans are resilient. Humans are brilliant. Humans are innovative. Um, and this is the time when we get to start creating a, a disruptive new economy. So like, I'm excited.
1: Exactly. And
0: just on that
1: as well, like humans are the only species who pay to live on this planet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my gosh, that's so cute. That's so cute. Oh, I just thought of a little deer, like just living for free. Yeah. Like
1: the planet is abundant. And when we remember that we remove all fear, like the universe supports the birds. And I'm looking at these beautiful butterflies flying around outside right now and the trees and the grass. Like, <laughs> when we remember that, oh my God, it takes away all the worry. It takes away all the fear. You know, still being grounded and observing and everything that's happening. But there's no need for the fear. There's no need for the for the the worry.
0: Worry is never beneficial. So, mm. yeah. Oh my God, I love it. it. <laughs> that is such a beautiful summary. It's like yeah. you know, abundance is free. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. It is. Love is free. Love is free. Love is what it is. is free.
1: Yeah. Love, love is free. We are love. We are love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are loved. Oh my gosh.
0: This is the oh I love you. This has been such a powerful conversation. Please, please, please reach out to me and Libby. Send us a message on Facebook or send us a DM on Instagram and let us know what you got from this information. I'm going to put all of her information in the show notes below, but now I'm going to ask you, Libby, where can people find you? Where can they reach out to you to do you know, Lumerian activations and grounding and masterminding and just to connect with you. Cause you're awesome.
1: Ah, thank you. Thanks so much to everyone who's been here and hanging out with us and listening. I really hope it's activated a deep remembering within you of your magnificence. And yeah, the best place to get in touch is on probably Instagram, Libby light leader. Um, and on my website as well, libbywallace.com. Mm,
0: beautiful. Oh, my beautiful, I I told you yesterday and I'm like, I'm going to call you mama sister from now on, (laughs) (laughs) beautiful mama, sister, galactic fellow (laughs) and just like a beautiful leader in the world, a beautiful woman on this planet. Thank you for this, this lesson that you've given us all today and for sharing yourself and sharing your story and the healing that I know that that will enact in people. Um, I'm so excited to work with you and to continue on this journey. And ooh, people uh we have another conversation coming up on your podcast, so people can listen to us talk some more over there, and I'm sure yeah. we'll have lots more conversations. So if you want me and Libby to talk about anything else, just DM me, send me an email, Sonya at sonya.com uh, and let us let me know what you want me to talk about with Libby, and we can plan another one of these or do a YouTube video or whatever you want. Just tell me what you want, and I will deliver. Um, so there it is. any any last word that you'd like to leave us with, Libby? Mm.
1: Mm. Just remember that you're here on this planet right now at this time and on a soul level, you've come here at this time to be here. and when you Remember your divinity and your magnificence, and the very beautiful being that you are, and you allow yourself to show up in all of you and all of your truth. The the world is about to bring you so much magic when you hold on to that, remembering Mm. and telling. Yeah, so and thank you, thank you so much. I'm super honored and, and grateful that you've spent this this time it's you know invested your time to to grow and to
0: evolve and to listen to your soul um yeah so thank you thank you so much so so beautiful thank you for acknowledging everyone who's listening right now for having listened for being here for their soul choosing to be here and learning and evolving right now for thank you for choosing to be on this planet right now you beautiful soul that's listening to this um so much love Oh, so much love to all of you. Satnam, my beauties.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Satnam. <laughs> Namaste. Namaste. Aho. Hallelujah. And goodbye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>